their life. ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Monday, November 18th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill. And you can join us anytime on Mondays to take advantage of the Monday special. $2 call shots at $1.50 domestic bottles every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by Miller Lite, 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Of course, it's Monday. That means, um, well, not Dave Walsh is with me. I'm stuck I'm with sorry. this guy again. I'm Hi. Sorry. How are you? I'll tell you one thing. It's a busy, 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 busy day. For you or me? You. Oh, yeah. I didn't I see you anywhere. I know. Where I, were you today? Uh, we, had, we had a lot of things to talk about today. I know. I've been doing my show prep. Okay, as long as you've been prepping for this. Uh, you know, I'm at player interviews uh, earlier today, and then I'm heading yeah. over to Fat Patties and Selection Show. What a contingent show. there. That was great. I hate to say this, but um, soccer has become a thing here in, in Huntington. It's a soccer town now. You like this? You like that? I'm, I'm on. I guess I'm on, on board. I'm on. I'm on board. <laughs> I tell you what, Chris has done quite a job. Two years ago, they were under 500. Now they're 11th seed in the tournament. It's quite a job turned in by him and his players. Okay, so I, I'm on board now. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. In You're for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I got a choice here. Yeah. I'm, I'm just on board because, well, you look at Marshall. They win the Conference USA Championship regular season title, and then they win the conference tournament in double overtime. Right. And they went on a set piece of all things. It looked great. Yeah. I'm watching that thing, and it's like it's going to single. It's going to double overtime. And, yeah, Charlotte, they've been here before. Yeah. And they've lost it before, and they've lost it again, thankfully yeah. for the herd. That corner kick, center across. They got the header, in the, and it looked like the goalie may have slightly mishandled it. It's in the net, and next thing you know, hey, Party, hardy, Marty. They're back here in uh, Huntington uh, waiting to see the selection show today. Yep, so the selection show was today, and, uh, of course, there was a nice gathering at Fat Patties for the selection show. And Marshall, the 11 seed, so they get to host the first-round game. That's not bad for, for your first time in. Well, okay, let me rephrase that. that. They, they get a first-round bye. Right. They get the host on Sunday. Right. And so as an 11 seed, they will face off against the winner of Butler, which is receiving votes. Marshall's faced them before the season, yeah. and West Virginia. Imagine that, the NCAA putting them together again. <laughs> kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's not at all. Because I, I contend somebody in the NCAA selection committees have sat there and uh, have sat there and gone, you know, they're not playing in the regular season, yeah, we'll, we'll and they're close that. by. Let's just go ahead and make that and happen. This one here, what? They can't say no. They can't say no this time. I didn't realize they hadn't played in so long. I didn't either. There's some sports they play in, some they don't. Soccer seems to be one of them. I don't know what the deal is. Well, I can understand a few years ago where the facility wasn't that good. Right, but now and you got it pretty good. Yeah, the facility is really good now, so I can understand. The NCAA thought it was good enough to bring them here for a hosting a game. Yeah. well, so That speaks volumes right there. Well, not only do you win your conference in the regular season, you win your tournament, and RPI, you were pretty high. You were ranked 13th. You moved up a little bit in the RPI. Some teams ahead of you lost in conference yeah. tournaments, so that helps you out a little bit. I thought for the most part they were going to host. I didn't know how high they would be. 11's pretty solid. First time, 11. That's yeah. solid. I mean, your first time in, boom. And what's funny is they take all season to win the conference. Your reward, go win the conference again in, in three days, Friday and Sunday. You get to turn right around, play the same people again, and, hey, 
They beat them. Charlotte, they tied. They beat them. Kentucky, two pair, 1-0 wins. So, hey, they get what they deserve. Plus, you're an 11 seed. That yeah. is, um, that's pretty good. Especially when you look at the 10 people ahead of you. And seeded teams like, you know, Virginia and, and Marshall is like a win away from going to the state of Washington to play out there. So, it's weird. It's, it, there's some good teams out there. So we'll talk more about that. We've got reaction from the head coach himself, Chris Grassi. We'll hear from him in a few minutes also. We will hear from Mike Hamrick as well as the star himself, Pedro DiBella. I mean, come on. That was a pretty goal. Yes. I have got to admit that uh, when DiBella put that in there, yeah, I thought that was a really pretty goal. It was pretty goal. And then the keeper for Marshall, it's just it's, it's teams having trouble getting something by him. They're having trouble getting something by him. He pitches two shutouts in Virginia. So we've got that. Of course, football. And football's uh, what they did on Friday. What, you knew they were going to win that. Well, Come on. You knew they were going to win that, Dave. I, That's, I, uh, I learned something today. When I find something out, please tell me and tell you. Don't hold anything back. That, well, okay, that's another the story. Thing. But then, yes, you have when, to tell when, me. When the quarterback situation, I said it's going to be one of two things. Marshall will have uh, no trouble with these guys and put them away, or La Tech would find a way to hang around and hang around. Well, after the first quarter, it looked like the first thing. After the second quarter on – Marshall put them away. Marshall put them away, and uh, they got to go to Charlotte, which we'll talk about. And uh, you, they have to go to UAB, La Tech, and they're down to the number three quarterback right now because the number one guy can't play till the following week. La Tech might not even be coming to Huntington again. I know. We may have seen them one and only. That's all right with me. Southern Miss, I like seeing Southern yeah, Miss. Well, we used to see them all the time. They make it to play them after all. <laughs> bring it, bring it yeah. back. Put it on the schedule. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Football, you do not get the offensive player of the week. No. No. Rice no. won. By the way, Rice won. Won. So yeah, when they the game. Yeah, they win. So their wide receiver, uh, Brad Rosner, named Conference USA Offensive Player of the Week. Uh, he caught eight passes for 130 yards, three touchdowns. You know, yeah. OB had a great game. Rice won. Yeah. Rice doesn't win very often. And on the road, they wanted a place Marshall didn't. Middle. <laughs> Believe it or not. However, good However. news is Marshall Jr. linebacker Tavante Beckett, team high 13 tackles, a pass breakup, a fumble return, and the win. You get Defensive Player of the Week award. Not bad. Not bad for Mr. Beckett, the old Virginia boy doing his job. Uh, they, they really slammed the door on La Tech after the first quarter. Uh, I was going like, there's a lot of three and outs and punts, and then their, their punter drops a snap. Then you have a snap he's waiting for, sails over his head, and like a 50-yard change of possession and yardage. So uh, something about the Memorial game, things happen weird, and things happen straight up. So uh, Marshall put him away, 31-10. to 10. Doc, as he said in his postgame, Memorial game, I we could play them all. We haven't lost one yet with him, in, with him in, in charge. Well, and the fact that they have made this a significant marker on the schedule. Before Doc, it was, yeah. it was a game you – It was a game, but – It's now the 75 game. Yeah. And – for good or for bad, that has really been something that people have circled. And yeah. I was a little disappointed with the crowd attendance. I a was little, too. just a little. I'm not a little bit. I'm not calling it's anyone night, out. Yeah. Whatever. And uh, quick check of the st- uh, stats from the week over the weekend. That was still the top draw of the, all the games. It was a light schedule, but they still the number one draw. Edged out, I think Southern missed by a few. The rest of them, you know, Middles playing in front of nobody. With Bryce, so um, it was it was disappointing in a way because you had Western for homecoming was what's at stake. La Tech, the East versus West, you might see him again. Did break twenty either time, but go from there. I think a lot of fans checked out after Cincinnati. Yeah, 
He said, no, I really no. believe that. Yeah, a lot right. of fans and, checked and, out, said thanks, but no thanks. We'll be back. Yeah. And you have an important game with Western Kentucky. Nope. You nope. have an important game with Louisiana Tech. Boom. And they're not here. Conference championships going to be here if everything plays if out everything the way. everything plays out. And, um, you know, again, CBS Sports Network is one I can even find, but it's still worth going to watch those guys because they, the walkout on the field was kind of great. I was with Isaiah Green together with uh, on the walk, so that's 2-0 with him on the walk. And I said, dude, you're doing better than I am, or I ever did. But, hey, and, and he, he said everything's fine, and uh, we, we've had good prep, and we just go out and do our job, and they did, and they took care of it. And having Obi on Isaiah will be the first one to admit, hey, welcome back, Obi. Welcome back because they're Xavier and Armani. Didn't get that many touches the other night or looks. It was, where's number seven? Where's number seven? Well, now Charlotte's going to have to game plan for him. Yes. One game, you, you know what he does. You yes. don't need to worry about how to game plan for him. It's put a body on him for right. one. But he's a little bit more of a veteran leader. We'll hear later this week from Isaiah Green about his leadership and some of the other players, and that's coming up later this week. So we've got an interesting schedule because tomorrow we've got Marshall basketball, so no show at 5, but we go on the air at 5.30 with our pregame coverage. And then on Wednesday, back to our normal schedule. Thursday, we'll let you know because we got, we got <laughs> basketball. Yes. Basketball tips at 8. That puts you in that little yeah, we'll do see. weird, don't we? We'll see how we'll see how I feel <laughs> yeah. uh, if I want to do two shows. Right. Yeah, I might I might feel like it. We'll see. Okay. That one's totally on me. And then Saturday we'll have the football. Yeah, we'll have football, and that's going to be a little earlier than usual. Yeah, we're finally playing daylight. Uh, I kind of like the evening sometimes. Uh, sometimes. I yeah, know. that wasn't bad, look- bad the other night. I'm not looking forward to being over there at 9 a.m. the following week. I know that last game. I'm not looking oh, forward to that. They serve breakfast. No, <laughs> <laughs> 9 9 a.m. Yeah, that would be yeah. nice. Have some uh, have some croissants over there. Something. Yeah, a, a breakfast skillet. <laughs> I'd be completely okay there with that. Uh, but we're getting ahead of the of, of everything. Way ahead because right now, Mr. Grassi and his Marshall soccer guys are the buzz of the town. Uh, you know, the volleyball's getting there too. Yes, they. Hey, Ari's done a great job, and they're getting ready for their tournament. Guess what? The third week here, third player of the week. Guess that? Third time. Yes. Uh, you've got Sierra DeBell named Conference USA Offensive Player of the Week again. Again. Uh, which is a good standing for the, her and the team because now it's tournament time. Tournament time. And they're, they're going in with Mo. They got Mo on their side. Middle of the pack seed, you go in and, hey, let it all go because it's a one and done now. There's no coming back on the next one. It's a one and done. So hopefully in a few weeks we're talking about where Marshall's playing in the NCAA, NCAA tournament. tournament. We'll yeah. have another uh, selection show, <laughs> and, which Dave will skip probably. <laughs> okay. You didn't. You just didn't want to show up because you knew I was going to hit you with a check. Okay. Is that what it was? Yeah, you knew better. You knew I was going to hit you with a check today. Believe it or not, I was on my way in. I was across the street, and the phone rang, and they needed a sub on the lane. So I split, and I said, Paul can handle it. Because outside of Marshall, I really, you know, it was nice. And then they get a bye. I got the I got to the center and looked up the numbers, and I said, hey, NCAA strikes again. Win a game, get to play WVU. Yeah, but they're coming to Huntington, so. Right. You won't schedule if they them, get, we will. If they get that far. Yeah, yeah, because they got to beat Butler. Yeah. Butler's no, not going to be a cakewalk no, for them. No. And I'm sure Chris is familiar with both, but he's really familiar with Butler. And what got me was Marshall. I mean, not Marshall. W winning the MAC tournament. Yeah. I didn't even know they were in the MAC for soccer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one really threw me. Well, there's not a Big 12 soccer league no. for them. So the MAC offers soccer. Conference USA has soccer. Yeah, because we took Kentucky. Right. No SEC. But I said, wait a minute, W won the MAC? What's going on here with Toledo? And the guys, nope, they're not. And uh, they're, they got a home. 
and they won the tournament. You know, Conference USA would welcome West Virginia with open arms. Yeah, because, hey, Conference USA got three teams in. Open arms, my friend. Three teams in a tournament. Three Tra out of 48. Travel will be easy. Yes. You know, travel's easy in the MAC anyway. It's probably yeah. – actually, it probably makes more sense for them travel-wise because, yeah. well, travel's easier. Yeah, I mean, you're sitting up there, and it's over to here, over to here, and over to here. Hey, but you could go to Florida. Yeah. You could go to beautiful they Virginia. They got to go to Florida twice this year, soccer. Why not? Yes. We'll talk about that, that when we continue. Ypsilanti, as I said, when they joined COSA, would you rather go to New Orleans before they left or Ypsilanti? Don't answer that question, but I think I know how you would. Um, You sure you don't want me to answer that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Tua just had successful hip surgery. That's another thing. But right now, you're with it. I just happened to see the screen up there. All right. Because a lot of people are crying. Why was he even in the game? They're up 35-7. I can't even answer that I one. I can't either. But we won't have to worry about it. I'm not going to try to. Yeah, I'm not going to try to answer Saban's that one. problem. All I know is when we come back from break, uh, we'll hear a little bit about Marshall soccer. We'll hear from Chris Grassi, we'll hear from Mike Hamrick as well when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Marshall Soccer seated 11th, and they will play against the winner of West Virginia and Butler, and that will be coming up on Sunday, 2 o'clock. And if you are looking for tickets, sorry, good luck. <laughs> Grandstand's already sold out from what I understand. They'll probably be going very fast. They'll be worth going up there to watch. I think there will be some tickets still available, yeah. but uh, it's going to be a hot ticket. Yes. Opportunity to host a NCAA tournament game is going to be huge, and today there was a watch party at Fat Patty's uh, right across from Jones C. Edwards Stadium for the soccer team, which was uh, really convenient because that's really next to the athletic department offices. Exactly. How convenient was that? Exactly. They had a little ways to go, though, for Chris because they're, they're down on 24th Street, but I'm sure he didn't care. He didn't care. He didn't care. They bust over, I'm sure. They, they got the SUVs, and <laughs> they took a quick yeah. little trip over, and Great crowd today. It was uh, the selection show, which was uh, to find out where you were seated. You don't know anything. You don't know where you're going to be seated, no, who you're going to play, uh, until it's announced. And, of course, Marshall with the first round by. Uh, they will be in the second round. Third round will be November 30th or December 1st because if Marshall advances to the third round, they could play uh, either, if there's an upset, Boston College, Yale, the winner will face off against Washington, and they can play the winner of that matchup. You're hoping that Washington loses as the sixth seed, so you can... Uh, be a little shorter trip to make. It would help with the trip. Yes. Especially since you would be in a higher bracket, I would think, at that point. You'd be a seeded team. Yep. Uh, we'll see how all this... We're going to learn real quick how just, all this works. Yeah, especially in a 48-team bracket. That's a little different. We're so used to that the Sunday when uh, the basketball comes out in the 64 with the extra 4, 68. It's a little different. But, I like uh, it. But, hey, 11th seed, first time in. No complaints. And I'm sure Chris was very happy. Yeah, and Conference USA getting three teams in. Now, if you look at all the teams that are seeded, Marshall out of Conference USA is one of the seeded teams. Right. I mean, that's huge right yes, there is. in itself because you win not only the regular season championship, you win the conference tournament. Your seeded teams are Virginia, St. John's, UCF, SMU, Indiana, St. Mary's, Michigan, Wake Forest, Clemson, Penn State, Virginia Tech, Stanford, Washington, UC Davis, and Georgetown. Those are your seeded teams. Now, teams that are in the bracket include Kentucky. They did make it in. Charlotte made it in. They're yes. going to be in the. Uh, they're going to play against Mercer for the right to take on Clemson. So yes. they make <laughs> it in. 
Yeah. You knew they would make it. Yes, they, uh, they were, they were going to get in just a matter where. And then Kentucky will – the schedule makers have a sense of humor again because Kentucky will take on Loyola, Chicago. They should win that, and then they will face off against Indiana. They just played them the other day. I saw it on television. So Kentucky, Loyola, Chicago, and then Indiana, Kentucky. That will be yes. your – your matchup there, but Marshall being the only seeded team out of Conference USA, out of three teams getting FIU didn't get in. No, mm, I wonder how much they were to bubble. One of the last four, last four in, last four out, they were close. If they'd have made one more win, maybe they got in and swapped with somebody else. But still, three out of forty-eight, not bad. I didn't think Kentucky was not getting in, and of course you knew uh, that Charlotte, Charlotte was Charlotte was going to make yeah, it. Yeah, you knew that. So Marshall was a definite, even if they didn't win the conference championship. However, you get the automatic bid, and seed's not guaranteed, but they did make uh, make the bracket with a seeded team. So they got the first round, and Sunday is where it's going to be. Crowd was excited to hear Marshall was the 11 seed. Then uh, they were really excited, including the team, because they know Butler. Yeah. They know Butler, and West Virginia – that's a team that does not play Marshall in soccer. Right. So now if they win, they advance past Butler, which I don't know if they can do. Honestly, they will face off against the Thundering Herd. It's so like, thank you, NCAA. So we had a chance <laughs> to catch up with Chris after everything was done, ever the announcement was made and the celebration had begun because, well, this is exciting. You get yeah. into the NCAA tournament. So we all had a chance to catch up with Chris Grossi, the head coach of the Marshall soccer team. And uh, here's the first question asked by Keith Morehouse as um, this is a really an exciting time for Marshall soccer. Well, what a day for Marshall soccer. We'll make history and, and uh, still a lot of work to do, right? Yeah, uh, we just got to prepare for Sunday now. We've got Butler, who you know we know very well and very good friends with their staff. And the winner of Butler and, and WVU, obviously beating WVU would be a very nice... Uh, a nice event here, and I think we're, we're very capable of doing that. But, you know, just kind of my heart's really rooting for Butler because of those guys over there. So wh- whoever we play, I know, you know, these guys will give it the best, and I think we've got to be favorites going into that game. How do you get over the euphoria of winning the conference championship this today and now getting to work for, for Sunday? Yeah, I think, you know, these guys have been champions all season. You know, they've, they've acted like champions. They've played like champions. Um, so it's just another, you know, uh, another... Uh, string in their ball to, to be real champions, to be crowned champions. So we'll just get back to work. We'll focus on the two teams that we've got to play. And, and these guys have been awesome in, in focusing on the task at hand. And so we'll just continue to do that. Is that what the NCAA tournament's all about? Those storylines. You mentioned your ties with Butler. Obviously, this state's ties with, with WVU and yeah. has stories like Pedro. I mean, it, it's sort of what gives you chills in the sport. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why we all, you know, we all do this. We're, we're in sports to try and, you know, to try and be the champions. But you know, to, to have these stories, have a guy like uh, Pedro come through, sort of the adversities come through and to prove himself on, on that stage is, you know, it's really heartwarming and, you know, I wish the guys at Butler all the best and, you know, we hope to see them here again. Yeah, but it's it's exciting. It's like the NCAA has a sense of humor, though. Oh, yeah, they, they must have a sense of humor. I mean, we should play WVU every year. I mean, they should not be too scared to play us, which they are. Um, and so they should come and play us every year because it's great for the state. We owe to the state. You know, it's, it's the most played sport in the state with the youth. Let's just give the state in the state soccer a, a boost and play every year. And hopefully, you know, this is the uh, this is kind of the beginning of that. Is this what you envisioned, Chris, when you came here to be taking this team to the program, to the NCAA tournament for the first time? Yeah, I mean, I thought we could. We're trying to be national champions. I mean, that's the only way. Nobody kind of wants to kind of muddle along and be middle of the table. We want to be national champs. We're, we're trying to do that. We're in sports. Sports is about, you know, trying to be the best. And, and that's 
everything we sort of craft the program to be and, and these guys think like champions and act like champions and we feed them like champions you know every day so I think that's that's kind of what it's all about and, and this is just just a step this was our minimum goal was to make the NCAA tournament um, so now we're there and hopefully we've got to maintain it is there anybody that's coming in more battle-tested than you all in the last few weeks? I mean, you all have gone, what, five or six in a row against regular opponents? Yeah, don't, there's not many. Maybe Virginia, you know, we've had so many top 25 opponents. I think what, we're 5-0-1 against top 25 guys. It's just a credit to the guys. They really have a backbone on the field. And so we can play nice soccer, but we can also battle and we can we can win the hard way, which we showed uh, last night. So I'm, I'll take our chances with anybody. I, I feel great playing anybody. So we're just, just looking forward to it now, getting back to work. That's the head coach of the Marshall soccer team, Chris Grassy, and you heard him. He wants to play WVU regardless. No, I, th I think what he wants is I want Butler, yeah. but I'll take WVU. They won't play us. Yeah. Let's play. All right. He thinks, hey, we should play every year, rotate back and forth, whatever. He made no bones about it. Play. But Butler, they know, uh, he, he will not – he'll take either one. He's just glad to be here. And he mentioned this is just one step. We're not one of those uh, happy-to-be-here type moments. They got bigger things on their mind than the, just getting into the tournament. Now it's advancing in their tournament. I love to know what the logic is, why West Virginia doesn't play Marshall. I, I mean, West Virginia is a MAC school, yeah. and Marshall's a Conference USA school. There's no Power 5 going on here in soccer, kids. No, no that Power 5 is not here. That, doesn't, that argument doesn't hold water here. No. So um, we'll find out, though. Of course, you know, when you make a shot like that, you better back it up. Yeah. That's the only thing I will say. You make that shot, you better make it. Yeah. You know, Chris laid the law down. We'll play. Hey, let's play. Home or away, I don't care. We'll play. But for some reason, up north hadn't happened. But no. maybe this might be uh, – these guys might talk a little bit yep. in the next few days. So now he's either – you make that talk, you better walk that walk. Yeah. And so um, he's excited to play, though. Uh, Mike Hamrick, athletic director, Thundering Herd. He's been a man who has um, been on a mission to get things built. He's get things built and success. And now he's got his football team going well. And he's got his men's soccer team in the tournament. So – I had a brief chance to catch up with him after. How brief? Uh, well, you're going to hear it right now. <laughs> okay, this okay. is how brief it was. I mean, it wasn't like a minute. Yeah. but uh, So I'm talking to him, and then we get him on tape, just kind of get a, a feeling from how he feels. And, of course, you know, when he built this a few years ago, he yeah. basically said, look, here it is. You know, I, I'm expecting bigger and better things here for Marshall Soccer. I've now put the tools out there for soccer to be able to go out and do what it needs to do. Here it is. He probably saw this vision. A lot of people maybe were hoping this would happen, but maybe didn't see it the way he did. He was a believer. Ah, he was a true believer. And here's uh, me talking to Mike Hamrick uh, after the selection show. A few years ago when you were putting together facilities, making this a, a dream, I know this is probably reality for you, but for a lot of people it is now reality. Well, well it is reality. Uh, we knew to get to where we wanted to be in soccer, we had to have a facility. Our facility was that we've played on for a lot of years just wasn't adequate to get your program to, to where you needed to get it. So, uh, hey, we went out and built an $8 million soccer facility, and obviously today it's uh, that investment has paid off. Facilities have been one of your hallmarks, and with every new facility it seems another success and another success. It's, it feels like this is the best investment uh, we've seen yet for Marshall. Well, it, I'm not sure if it's the best investment facility-wise, but it's one of the best. But facilities are so important, and, and, and so many people have stepped up, Paul, to help us build these facilities and get to where we need to be. And, and uh, hey, 
baseball. Maybe one day we'll be sitting in here after we get our baseball facility built, but soccer was critical. And then the other critical piece was bringing in Coach Grassy. Uh, Bobby Gray, who was a legend here in soccer, had, had retired, and, and we needed to go get a coach that we thought could, could take us to what we're here today. Uh, you know, top 16 seed in, in college soccer, a home match, and, and Coach Grassy with his credentials. And what people, a lot of people don't realize, Coach Grassy was a graduate assistant here for Coach Gray several years ago. And to bring him back here was has really paid off along with our facility. But facilities, I've said from day one, are so important. Now, the matchup itself, seems like the NCAA has a sense of humor when it comes to these schedules. Well, I don't know that they have a sense of humor, but it is kind of funny. But, but, uh, you know, I've been on these committees before, and they, they kind of like to, to put teams that are close together geographically, uh, maybe for rivalries or for, for travel, uh, you know, cost or travel, how far you have to travel. So I think that had a lot to do with the Marshall-WVU uh, potential matchup. Obviously, WVU has to, has to beat Baylor, and, and, uh, but we're, we'll welcome them to Huntington. That's pretty interesting. We'll yeah. welcome them to Huntington. Yeah, so West Virginia <laughs> and Butler, the matchup, yeah. and the winner of West Virginia and Butler will face off against the Thundering Herd. That'll be on Sunday. The grandstand is sold out, standing yeah. room only. So if you want to go, you need to call the ticket office and figure out uh, where you'll stand. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, that Kentucky game was 2032. So we'll see what happens. They keep this up. They might have to add seats to that facility. Yeah. I don't think they're not right away, but they might have to add I'm, a little I, bit. And, and, and an update for the insider. I was talking to Chris about it and some things. He said, that's one thing I talked to the, uh, the boss about, maybe more seats, things like this. And the other thing was he mentioned, this make sure this is not a one-shot deal. This, this has to be year after year after year after year. So, you know, two years ago they had a losing record. Here they are two years later in the NCAA with a seed. And that's a great turnaround. Yes. You go from bringing the program to where it was, um, which was okay. It was a good spot. Yeah. I mean, Coach Gray didn't have the luxury of having this new facility to recruit to. Right. And so Coach Gray, he holds the program together, gets it to the point where he can hand it off. Yeah. The facility upgrades, everything that goes with it. The soccer program was not in a bad place when he no. handed it off. No, and then he hands it off to a guy he knew. And you a know, guy who knows how to coach. He's here, so, and uh, I've met him a few times, and uh, he's very sharp. He knows how to evaluate talent. Uh, he's got some he, – he meshed the young guys, the old guys, the old veterans together. And uh, if I'm an opponent of Marshall, I don't want to be. They're, they're playing very well right now. I mean, Charlotte has yet to score in two games. They went down there and had double overtime tie, and they went down there and went to overtime and didn't score again either. So Marshall only got one, but they got the one that mattered. And the guy got that goal for him, the guy himself, Pedro Dolabella, offensive MVP after his performance. Uh, he scored the golden goal, and we had a chance to catch up with him and talk to him about the, everything this means. NCAA tournament hosting a first – I'm sorry, a second-round game. i got to get used to that. <laughs> yeah. First round by yes. second-round game. And here's, um, here's the golden goal getter himself, Pedro Dolabella, talking to us after the ceremony. The euphoria of winning yesterday and now this. Um, what, a, what, a cup, what a week for you guys, right? Yeah, I mean, we worked really, really hard for this. We, of course, we expected that as we worked harder and harder – the results will have come, and it, it actually did, and we're really, really proud of each other, proud of the whole community, always backing us up, and of course, the players, the coaching staff, we did a tremendous job 
throughout this year, and we're not done yet. This just this just the beginning. <laughs> I was gonna say you just made history with this appearance, and now you got to wait for Butler or West Virginia. But th th then you also have to think about going back to work and taking care of business, right? No, of course. And like you said, Butler or West Virginia, either one will be ready. Of course, uh, we know the rivalry between Marshall and West Virginia, but we're just focusing on us right now. And we know that if we play our best, we focus this week, train hard, and see what's on the line. The boys, we all together will take care of the job. Sort of like the NCAA has a sense of humor, though, with the way this bracket broke down. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know if it's destiny or if it's, you know, they actually put us to play, maybe a chance to play double view, but no doubt it will be really exciting. Maybe a rematch from the basketball season. And I mean, but like I said, we're going to be ready for either team. We know that our style of play, the way we play, and everything we've done so far, we are really confident going to this bracket and going to the first NCAA tournament in the history of the program. How do you temper all this? You got into the tournament, but now you want to stay. So how do you temper all this excitement with getting down to work? Yeah, I mean, yesterday we played a final and we felt great, you know, like, I, like Coach Grassi always tells us, uh, it seems like in big games, our team seems to step up and play even better. So I think it, we are going to keep doing it, and we're ready for Sunday, and we can't wait for it to come. He's ready. He's ready. They're ready. Yes, they're all ready. They understand, hey, we won Sunday. Guess what? Sunday's in the rearview mirror, and now we're thinking Butler, West Virginia. We go to work for the winner of that game. Now we're rooting for Marshall to win, and we want Boston College to win. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just picking Boston College or Yale. Okay. That's a long way to the left coast if it does come to that. Yeah, yeah well. Chris wouldn't uh, mind it, but. Uh, he'll take it. I mean, they've, they've been successful on the West Coast. It's not a thing for them. Yeah, they went out there this year and won twice. So. It's not a thing for them. And then if they can advance after the second round and, and win in the third round, they would play potentially Georgetown, 15-1-3 record. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that they would get. Until I saw the seed, I'm like, oh, no, I'm good here. Uh, Louisville and South Florida are playing the 14 seed, UC Davis, and I was kind of hoping until West Virginia popped up that Louisville would maybe be a team that uh, you could play. I thought right. that would be a really nice matchup. Yeah. That would be cool. I'd like that. And then we saw Marshall coming up and then Butler, West Virginia. I was like, no, 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 this is fine. This is the, I'm sure when that came on the screen, everybody was, in, was going like, A, we got a seed, which is good, and B, we're going to possibly play West Virginia. We can't argue with that. I think it was because double excitement because yeah. it was potentially West Virginia, but also Butler. Yeah, and like you have said so many times, it's one they won't schedule. Now the NCAA took it upon them to schedule it. And the AD goes, I'm not going to do it. No, you have to do it. If you want to stay in this tournament, you're playing. Uh, I don't know if they're going that. I don't know if they're reading that too much into it, Yeah, Dave. I know. Just, I don't, I don't yeah, think I they're reading think, that. No. I, I just don't – I don't know why they don't play, but they're playing. I don't playing. either. Possibly. They're playing now, possibly. They're possibly playing. It'll be fun. It will be. And it really it'll be good for the state. Yeah. Youth, That's what he said. Youth soccer is I huge. Mean, they've got the big tournament coming back here again between the uh, Shawnee Complex and out Barbersville. Uh, this is something these young guys can emulate and aspire to reach, and you don't have to very go far to do it. Marshall's right there. Right there. Imagine a yearly s series. Um, you could play one, you know, alternate between Morgantown yeah, and Huntington. Like you could you do that. Hey, they're a max school. When it comes to soccer, they're a max school, not Big 12. 
When we continue, we will take some of your phone calls, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify. What's wrong with you, Dave? (laughs) Welcome back to the Monday, November 18th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with me here. You're in a good mood, I can tell. Yes. You're in a good mood. Things are going well. You're, Things are going well. You're living your best life right now. And we haven't even talked football yet, that to speak of. Well, we have talked we have, football. Well, well, a little bit, but we've we got a week to do it. We have talked real football, sir. Yes. That's what at least I would be told. <laughs> We're talking European-style football, okay. soccer. Right. Did you ever think the day would come where I would lead off with and keep going with soccer over football? Do you no. ever think that day would is come? You bucket, know me. Is that a bucket list item? Uh, not my bucket list. <laughs> The times have changed, yes. have they? Have they? Yes. They have changed. Yes. Right now, there are probably countless, countless people who have listened to me all their lives. Going like, sorry, you well, got you to run with it now. They're like, wait a minute. You're like, we got you, Swan. Yep. We have finally got you. Yep. You are in 100% on board. The NCAA has got you. Well, that's good, though. Yeah. I mean, you build a facility like the type Marshall has built, and you want to be able to give these student athletes the opportunity to compete. Yeah, they've got it. And they've got the, that. Between the facility and what's up to campus for their educational, and they're it's in all a, here. They're in a strong soccer conference. It's all here, yeah. I mean, it's not the ACC, but much. Yeah, but not get, many are. You get three in. No, that's not bad at all, three. And RPI matters. Yes. And, again, that's something about this bracket. I like RPI matters. You got credit for what you did on the pitch. Yeah. And it mattered. Exactly. And you didn't see a situation where undeserving teams got in. Yes, and I'll never forget talking to him earlier, Chris was mentioning, when they went down to Florida for the second time, they got beat. I think it was 1-0 or something like that down there right before this run. Uh, He was going, that shows you what happens if you don't focus, if you don't think some things didn't work, and they got beat. FAU got them. And they said they learned from that one. And since that FAU game, it's been onward and upward. They got the message. Of course, there is basketball. We haven't even touched on yeah, that. Now, I haven't either. Of course, that's tomorrow. Right. And we're going to spend a whole hour on that tomorrow talking about basketball. But Thundering Herd over the weekend had to deal with the dilemma of playing football and basketball at the same time. Football took care of their business. And you know what? Marshall basketball didn't look terrible against Notre Dame. Yeah. It was a much better performance than, than what they turned in against Toledo. Yeah, uh, definitely on that one. We saw that Toledo game, and I still can't think of that first half. The coach going like, you have nights like that where everything you threw up went in. Tavion Kinsey, double-double. He had outstanding nights, 16 points, 11 rebounds. Marshall made runs. Marshall was not truly out of that game until late. And there was a point where you thought, okay, Notre Dame's just going to run away with this thing. Yeah, Notre Dame got one time by 17. You think, boom. But, no, late in the game, they were within three. And it comes down to a foul shooting contest, and Notre Dame, uh, I think, made all but one. You know, make it, you win, miss it, you let them hang around, and they made them. You think Danny had a nice little stern talking to him after the Toledo game? Uh, he, he got his message across. I was thinking of the pre- – I'll never forget it. We're talking, he's going to walk in after Toledo and be like middle, going to read the ride act, and he was anything but. 
Well, he's not going to yell at us, media-wise. Talking about his players and stuff, and he said, hey. And the biggest thing of all was he said, hey, we ran on John Elmore's motor for the last three years. That motor's not here. And I think the motor that they will run on won't be here until December 26th. The transfer becomes eligible. But until then, as he mentioned, hey, come back and see me in mid-February and we'll talk about it because that's that's when you're getting down to crunch time. I tell you, the motor they're running on now is TV on Kinsey. Yes. That's the motor. Yes. And Jared West. I mean, he had 14 points, 5 of 12 from the field. He had five rebounds, and uh, he played 40. He doesn't come off the floor. No, he doesn't come <laughs> off the floor. Tavion played 40. Those guys were out there the entire time. And those are your motors right now. Yes. I, I think Tavion and Jared are probably the guys you lean on the most. Yeah, and they're the guys that, until this year, I won't say secondary, but, you know, John was running the show. C.J. West was C.J. was there, C.J. Burks. They're not there. Now Tavion and Jared have to pick up the slack. Jared's done very well, but he's the first one after Toledo mentioned I made two or three errors, and we got burned for it that I can't do. He knows. We'll come back and wrap it up. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill. Every Monday, you can take advantage of $1.50 bottles and $2 call shots every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. Final segment coming up here, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Today from the Union Pub and Grill. We hope you can join us every Monday from the Union Pub and Grill. Coming up, we have got later on this hour, um, statewide sports line. Then following that, it's going to be basketball with Dan D'Antoni. That'll be from Fat Pratties. And then on Wednesday, we will have Doc Holiday show because right. we got basketball on Tuesday and he's, Thursday, and then football on Saturday. He's on his normal schedule this week. He is on his normal <laughs> schedule this week. It's uh, Today is Monday, according to me and Doc Holiday. Yeah. Man, he was. Yeah, but there's a such thing as a holiday calendar. I want it. <laughs> I wish somebody would buy me the Doc Holiday calendar for 2020. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to be. I just because I'm going to turn that in. That's, you that, know what's ironic? I saw, I think, Lucy Ann posted next year. 2020, November 14th, falls on a Saturday. So it'll be interesting to see who comes on the schedule of that one. It falls on a Saturday. Yeah. So will the ceremony and then I'm the game take place? what's going to do. Ceremony and then go straight to the game or what? I don't know. Does Marshall, it's interesting. It does falls Marshall on play day. on the road? I don't know. That's a, I'm that's sure they're working question. on it to play at home. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes conference is yeah. just a, doesn't go that way. Yeah. NCAA says, not so fast. I've, it would be okay to play that game yeah. on the road. Yeah. I think it would be okay. They've done it before. It doesn't matter. That game doesn't matter where they no, play. Not since Doc Holliday made it the 75 game. I mean, Doc will go into your stadium and make it the 75 game. <laughs> it's yep. like, hey, we're playing at your place. You're hosting us, but it's the 75 game. Yes. Yes. Tulsa found that out for a few years ago. Yeah. So it's an important game. Of course, schedule. We'll find out what the schedule yeah. looks like completely. But uh, right now, the – the, the focus is Charlotte. Yeah, the focus is sharp, actually. Uh, we're going to hear that tomorrow from some of the guys uh, if we have time during our basketball yeah. preview. But the guys are understanding that, okay, it's still 1-0. We right. still have to go out and play, be 1-0. Yeah. And if we're 1-0 and then come out and be 1-0 again, we're going to play for a championship. Yeah, we have to play on the 7th of, of December. And they took care of their business so yes. far. They didn't let Middle Tennessee yeah. get them down. They've taken care of their business, and they just got a couple more to go. And it doesn't matter because uh, I've looked at the tiebreakers here, and I know it's kind of a convoluted system, but here's the short of it all. You don't need a, um, a, a big uh, spreadsheet to figure this out. Marshall wins out. They're Marshall in. will be in. They'll be the ones that will host. Right. I don't see anyone on the West having 
you know, higher ranking. I don't see anyone on the West have a tiebreaker. If it's Louisiana Tech, Marshall's got the head-to-head tiebreaker right yeah. there. Should be Marshall's to take. They know, the, they know what they have to do. We'll see what happens when they play the next couple weeks. And I think it's going to be Tech. I really do. Yeah. We'll see a more fully realized Tech team the next time that they come in. <laughs> yes. And that's going to do it for this edition. Once again, here at the Union Pub and Grill, every Monday you can take advantage of the $2 call shots, the $1.50 domestic bottles, and don't forget, we've got all the TVs set for you. We've got college basketball action, Monday night football action as well. So if you're looking for a place to come down tonight, watch the game. It is the Union Pub and Grill. Exactly. This is the place to be. For Gabriel Selvers back in the studio, for Dave Walsh, I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.